all this stuff is going on in the world. It's it happening. Right. But you don't have to let it happen to you. You don't have to let right. it come into your Right. And it's not happening at the magnitude the news makes it seem like. Because they're not sharing uh, Michelle's story of her neighborhood and how her diverse neighborhood is doing well. Exactly. And they're fine. They're not coming to the side of Baltimore where I live where True. people are, my, my, exactly. the kids come and cut my yard because they want to make a few extra dollars and they're like living and doing the right things. They're not talking about how folks are talking to next door and trying to help each other and trying to um, be there for each other. Thanks for joining the CC America podcast where we are getting mentally fit through testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. I appreciate you all joining for this live taping of the CC America podcast. We are so excited to have everyone on uh, so that we can talk about faith, inspiration, and transformation as it relates to Christmas time. So we know that not everyone um, has a, a good time at this time of the year. We know that people go through different things. And so this forum is the first of uh, its kind for the CC America podcast, where literally we're just talking about uh, the winter blues and also what we've done individually and collectively to overcome that feeling uh, that may be associated with winter time. So the one thing that I will add is that this time of year, many people may not know, but there is a thing uh, titled seasonal affective disorder. And that usually happens during the time frame in which there's less sunlight. So some people may be aware that that exists, but what I'm finding is for a lot of people, they may not even know that there's actually such a thing that impacts us. So when we think about this time of year, most of us are probably getting excited. We're looking forward to it. We're thinking about all the great things that come along with it, but it's not always happy for everyone. So seasonal affective disorder is also known as SAD, and it's a type of depression that occurs in climates where there's less sunlight at certain times of the year. Symptoms can vary by individual, including things like social withdrawal, depression, fatigue, but it's literally the lack of vitamin D. And then um, as a person of color, like all of us, we're people of color, um, we also need more vitamin D just in general. So imagine the winter months not getting that vitamin D. We've been in the house because of COVID. All of these things can impact our moods. So I know for me personally, um, I've been going through a lot of different things. And this time of year, for some reason, it always takes me back to a place of reflection. And I think about our family members who are no longer here and I just think about this time because it's usually, it gets darker earlier, we're in the house more. Um, for me, it hasn't always been a happy time. And I do have happy moments, but I also have had times where it's been tough. So I just wanna open the floor um, just so that we can talk about how do we really overcome the winter blues and how do we not allow um, you know, the seasonal changes to impact us? So who would like to kick us off with your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'll go because I'm going to have to jump off uh, probably a bit sooner than I'd like to. Um, I'd like to say first, thank you for doing this. When I initially read it, I thought, oh, she just diagnosed me for the what I've been going through for the last few days or weeks, mm -hmm. I guess. 
but I had never heard of that. Although I do know that just being in the sun um, and having more, I guess, sunlight exposure does alter our mood or can alter our mood. But what has worked or is working for me is number one, is not to get caught up in thinking that life is always going to be good all day that we're going to have a good day every day and then also not get caught up in even something as christmas blues like because because i'll have summer blues <laughs> you know <laughs> so i have learned that or well, i'm learning let me say that i am learning to just embrace my moment and whatever they are like for instance here today was I would say one of the first really good days that I've had that I've had. Um, and I just remember thanking God this morning that I'm not so in my head today. Like early on, I knew that I was um, not in my head. Like I was not in my thoughts. I was not in my feelings for whatever reason. I don't know if it was, I got a bit more rest. So I think that we have to make sure that we're getting adequate rest, drinking our water, and just not getting caught up in being caught up because it's easy. Like I'll be feeling some kind of way and think, what is wrong with me? And I think as women too, we have to give ourselves a little credit because that time of the month, like it can, it's crazy. Like you become, and I'm going to disagree with the guys. I mean, we become some of us, me, I become a different person. And I'm sorry, I don't have anything to do with that. I didn't make me. I didn't make me have that. <laughs> so I just give myself, try to give myself grace and mercy. And I think it also helps having people, women especially, to talk to and to be able to express that I'm just not having a good day. And that's okay. It's really okay because if we don't, we it will get the best of us. It will really get the best of us if we let it. Taking baths as well. I think we have gotten such a such a rush. I don't know many people that choose a bath over a shower. Like we're constantly wanting to get in, get out. A long, hot bath with some meditation music. I mean, that used to be hard for me because I wouldn't sit down long enough. I'm always thinking, I gotta do this, gotta do that, gotta do this. Now, hmm, gotta ain't gonna get done. <laughs> So if it's, if it's that or my peace. So I take longer baths, I exercise, I try to drink my water. But y'all, in spite of that, bad days just come. Bad seasons, they just come. Difficult, challenging season. I'm Tammy, you guys. Tammy Gator Miller. Um, Rodney and I do the Butterfly Evolution Radio Show. For those of you who may not know or haven't listened, um, we're done for this year. But um, I have Bluff City Leadership as well. So... Uh, thank you, Tamaria. You're welcome, and thank you. All right, anyone, anyone else want to share your thoughts? Definitely some um, important ones. When you mentioned the tub, I'm just going to keep it real. A sister struggles to get in and out of the tub these days. <laughs> I feel like I need a jacuzzi tub in order for that to work out well. <laughs> no, it's it's rewarding though. I'm serious. I I'm telling. <laughs> I used to have to make myself do that, like literally, but. And that's another thing, self-care. You got to take care of you. You have to. And without the guilt, just do you for a moment. Go out to eat by yourself. Um, take a walk by yourself. I do all of that. Like, And again, I still have days. I still have them. So. That's so real. 
it's good that you said that because last week was the first time that I actually had a tub moment that I hadn't had in a long time. Like I lit a candle, I put Kim on. I don't know if you guys listen to him, but it was just like a really relaxing moment. Like I told the kids, like you do whatever you want to do, but today I'm going to do what I want to do. And so now I'm just finding myself as they've gotten older that I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. You know, I'm not on nobody else's time. I'm on my time and it's peaceful. So I'm learning to self-censor, find a peaceful place, you know, and just be happy. But I will say around this time of the year, it always kind of gets a little sad for me, you know, cause my, my parents aren't here and it's like, dang, I wish I could celebrate with them and stuff like that. So what I do find that I tend to like, whether it's cold outside, whether it's warm outside, I have my cup of coffee or I have my cup of tea and I sit on the front porch and I catch me a ray of sunshine. If I'm having a bad day, I tell everybody in the house, today just not a good day. Yeah, so, you know, just being able to sit on the porch, whether it's in my robe, my PJs or whatever, have that cup of coffee, have that cup of tea, and, you know, just catch the ray of sunshine. Sunshine is so refreshing. So, you know, whenever you get a chance, catch the sun, you know, and it'll make you feel a little bit different I think it makes you feel more vibrant. And, you know, if you're having a bad day, sometimes every morning I try to look in the mirror and I do affirmations every day. I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. I'm wonderful. If today is a bad day, it's okay to have a bad day, but still chin up, crown on, you know? So, yeah. And can you tell everyone who you are? Can you tell everyone who you are, Kay? I'm Quindle. <laughs> I'm Quindle. Um, I'm Tamaria's cousin. I'm also a nurse. So I enjoy doing that. And I've got two teenagers that are running me crazy. <laughs> I have a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, my name is Michelle Russell. I'm Tamaria's aunt. I love Christmas holiday. And this year is extra special. The pandemic, it hit us hard, but I was fortunate enough to get my baby girl, my naughty boo-boo. And so she makes every day, because I have older kids. My kids are 30, 23, and 19 years old. And so a lot of Christmas things I want to do, they don't want to do. But Nadia does it all for me. Not saying I don't have no bad days, but if I look at her and she go, Auntie, Santa Claus gonna bring me presents. I'm like, Yes, he is, baby. <laughs> oh, I didn't just open up a present. Yes, you did open up a present and put it back. She makes your day so extra special because I, and I tell my niece, you know, my niece be like, Well, I don't wanna wear you so much, blah, blah, you gonna keep. I'm like, Stop that. You're not wearing me. I said, We are family and that's what family do. This week, unfortunately, I found out my older sister, she's, she passed away. She was my half-sister, but my sister, you know, I found out, and it was really hard, you know, because, I, you know, you get torn. And so 
that kind of put a little damp on your Christmas. Just, you know, it put a little bit on there because you, you couldn't be there for her. But I looked at Nadia, Nadia said, what's wrong, auntie? And I said, oh, nothing. She said, you said, I said, no, I'm not saying. She said, I'm going to hug you. She gave me a hug and gave me a big kiss. I'm getting all teary Okay. But, you know, she and my niece, too, I, you know, I'm really blessed to have all of my family. Then I found out I'm going to be a grandmother next year of twins. Oh, my yeah. oldest son, yes, they're having twins. They got married in July and they're starting a family. And I'm going to have, I'm gonna, by the grace of God, we'll have twins. So I right now, I'm feeling so blessed and highly favored and fortunate that I have all these wonderful people in my life. Mm-hmm. And because Christmas is such a special time for me, I've always loved Christmas since I was little. They'll tell you, Rudolph the Red's Reindeer, all the shows. <laughs> and Nadia is just like, everything I like, she's just grabbing on and she's having the best time. And you know what? That makes my sad days extra happy. Because she just said to me, Auntie, I love you. Auntie, we're going to make gingerbread cookies. I'm like, yeah, we're going to make gingerbread cookies. Because, you know, my kids are older. They don't want to do that. Yeah, they don't want to do it. She takes the candy canes off the trees. And Auntie, and, he, um, <laughs> and her mom goes, Aunt Michelle, what you what you show over there? She's taking the candy off the trees and eating them and putting them back. I'm like, oh. It's the candy candies. Yes, the candy candy. <laughs> so I, I understand where people get that, that moody, but you have a little, you have that toddler. I'm telling you, she just takes it all away. And I know my niece misses her and her husband. They both Absolutely. miss her. So she stays with me. I get it. And I tell to me all the time, I said, well, I got her. And thank you. <laughs> she's our big blessing in this house. She's, my husband comes home from work and she's like, Uncle Todd. So the Christmas tree went up and she was like, yeah, Christmas tree. Even though she broke some ornaments all, but it's okay. And she puts it back on. She brightens my day every day. When she's gone home for 27 hours or something. (laughs) She throws our whole family off because we're so used to that little happy, happy face. And she's so happy and she's ready for Christmas. So I'm not going to talk too long, but that what makes me them bluey days in Christmas. You do have them. Some days you get so sad. You think about things. But when Nadia looks at you and go, auntie, I love you. Or just grab you and say, I love you. And that right there is makes my we we should just post put a poster of her somewhere, make everybody happy because she <laughs> that's me. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. And um like she said, that's my auntie, and she has really helped us out during the pandemic, especially because my job is training and development. So I am facilitating like new hire trainings. And um Aunt Michelle talks to me all the time because it has been hard because I don't have her here with me. So it's weird, but I get to call every day and I call on video just because of the distance, the quality of our life would be so different. We spend so much time in the car and I felt really guilty about that. Like I have mom guilt because I'm like, I don't get to spend as much time with my child because I'm working. But then on the flip side, I know Nadia was sick when she was in daycare. So it's really one of those things where I'm so glad that she gets to bring so much joy to my family. And then I'm glad I get to call on video. So I call Michelle literally like all day. I'm calling her house so I can see Nadia. So when Nadia's taking a bath, I'm on the phone. She just got her hair washed. I called right before this show um, because I know for the most part, we would spend most of our time in the car, dropping her off, 
working and picking her up. So we wouldn't really get that time. But I will say that it, it when I look at her and just her personality, kids have no fear. They Nadia has no filter either. And it's so funny. Um, but she really does help brighten my day as well, especially when things are rough, because the things that she says and that little smile, we kept her home. Um, this weekend, we didn't get to keep her home long. Last week, we were because uh, Rodney was able to get to work from home on Tuesday. But I agree with you. It is it is helpful. And, um, you know, it's just it's an interesting time of year. Like I told uh, Michelle, you know, I'm really sorry you know, to hear what happened um, with her sister. And it's just those are the types of things I think that it hits us like life hits us hard and it's real life. And we just we take take each day one day at a time and just hope for the best and do what we can. So I, I'm just so grateful. And like you said, like it, all of you have said so far, having support. So each one of you are my support system. So I know I call and talk to all of y'all. Like I talked to Holy Amber's hair earlier today. <laughs> um, but I just, I appreciate uh, each one of you in the role that you all have played in my life. So I do encourage anyone that's listening to this show, um, if you don't have someone to talk to, family, friends, definitely find someone because I tell you, it means the world. So I appreciate each one of you. And I love y'all to life. Love you too. <laughs> love my baby. <laughs> my big baby. My big baby. <laughs> hey, Tamaria, I can, I, I want to piggyback off. Uh, Tamaria has me calling you Aunt Michelle. Like when oh. I'm talking to her, I say Aunt Michelle. <laughs> That's okay. You know, so, it's I guess you're everybody's aunt. But I can really relate to what she's saying. Um, being first time grandma, and I'm getting ready to be another one here soon. Congratulations. Stay with Dolly. And I'm telling you guys, it is just like, it is so different the second time around. Yes. Um, so I'll say for those of you who are doing it the first time or are going to do it, just embrace every minute of it because. And if you don't have one, go go get before my granddaughter. I had I helped a, a young lady who she was a single mom in Brooklyn. You've seen Brooklyn Tamaria, but Brooklyn is my big baby now. But I say that she was my first grand, but she's not a relative. Like she's not, we're not truly related, but she really is my first grand. But kids bring a different light to life. They they're just softer, they're in the moment. If something's wrong, they have no clue. And if it is, they're just ready to get over it. Like cry, let's get up and let's go. I still love you and still want to hug you and all that. So that has made my life just being a grandma. And I wish I could have mine more, but they won't let her go. Like they just, they're stingy with their baby. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I just go over there and, um, and spend the time there and, I think after the second one, they'll be giving me at least one of them, you know, after the second time around. And also, because I'm going to jump off, you guys, for the tub thing, there is literally, if you go on YouTube and put meditations for taking long baths or meditation for bathing, mm -hmm. it will put you to sleep in the tub. Like, it is so good if y'all have not had a chance to listen to it. So, um, Tamaria, thank you. I'm, I've been gone all day with grandbaby. So, how did you and oh, a big baby take care of? <laughs> a 
I know about that. I know about that. Yeah. I got a 50, yeah, I got a 55 year old one like that. 55 year old one just like that. Oh, this is live. This is gonna be Wait. live, right? I'm gonna cut that part out. That's why you you ain't gotta mute mine. You gotta mute mine. You gotta mute mine. 55 years. So hey, don't put it out there. Gotta be too. Big pampers. Okay. What's for dinner? That is too funny. Well, thank you for joining too. And I hope you have a good night. Thank you. Nice to see all of you all. This was this was therapeutic, really. I wish I could stay, but you know, duty calls. Understand. So, well, thank you. At four o'clock, so we really have to go. All right. Thank you. Bye. Not no four o'clock. Mm-mm. Let me turn it over. Talk about. Not me. Trying to do the right thing. Trying to do the right thing. I don't know. Them military days are gone for me, okay? That was 30. He did 27 years. I did that. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. Uh, Michelle. Uh, what? Uh, Michelle. Yeah. He, he retired. He okay? <laughs> he retired. What? I did my part. Look, I creased those shirts already. No. She said she keeping it. R-E-A-L. <laughs> I, look, I used to create love it. Them shirts had them three lines in them. That was me. The military creases? Me. That was me. Every, right. Yeah. Baby on the hip time. Like, here you go. No. Mm-mm. 27 years creases? He was in the military. Yeah, this you got to have them fight every day. And he used to wear them. He used to, he used to wear army recruiter. Remember, your uncles were army recruiter. And so he had them dress greens on. He had, had them. Three mm. down in the middle, two on the side, had right. to be starched, had to be fresh. Oh, wow. Yes, and them paint, oh, I, huh. And them, don't get me started on the BDUs. Oh, dude. Hmm. I remember, hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and BDU is camo, right, Aunt Michelle? Yeah, the camo got me flashing. Oh, okay, back. I was like, his back. I was like, they, I'm like, they, they not that Oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Girl, you got me flashing back. Okay, let me don't, but then come back. I'm gonna come back. I'll come back. <laughs> so I'll go next because I'm Michelle, what you said to be uh, I'll relate it. So I grew up, I'm Amber and I grew up in a military family. So I definitely understand what you're talking about and what and all that. Um, but I'm used to being around people. So that's my thing. It's not even I don't have SAD. I've never dealt with um, the SAD disorder. I say I deal right now with SADH. Um, no, SAHD, which is sitting at home disorder. <laughs> so <laughs> So for me, because I'm an extrovert, I literally get all my energy from people. And because of COVID, that has been wiped out. So like, I'm the person that I need to be around people to feel like that ultimate happiness and all that stuff. So my sadness comes from a different place. It doesn't come from like a um, actual chemical um, thing that's happening with, with the sad disorder and what's happening there. But I have friends and family members who have dealt with that, now that we notice the disorder, have dealt with sad for a long time. And I never understood it. I'm like, how are you, like, what's happening? It's winter and you change. And like, this literally shuts you down. Like I have friends who deal with it on a, like a very deep level. Even my mother um, encountered some of that stuff, but they literally mm. like during the winter, it's very hard for them to get out of bed, hard for them to have any type of energy and all that. And that's, that's serious. Um, and I know my mom, she had bought a lamp 
a light that actually helps people with SAD. Um, that you sit in your room and you have that light on and the light helps to basically provide pseudo sun to you um, because you're not getting the sun. Um, also vitamin D, taking vitamin D because that's what you're getting from the sun is giving you that and B12 and different B vitamins mm -hmm. to help yourself. Um, so I think those are just very important things to remember when you're going through this time, like there are things you can do. Exercise, right? We all can get adrenaline and things like that from exercising. And, and I don't mean like hardcore, like uh, going to uh, pumping weight and stuff like that. I'm like, even basic stuff, like walking in place. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm not, that's about where I am. Um, but no, seriously, like moving around. And for me, um, I forgot who said it earlier, if it was you, Kendall, or um, if Tammy said it, like getting outside in the sun, like my thing now is I will, and I told you, Tamarian, I'll drive to go get me a tea. And that tea takes me about 30 minutes to get, but it's like, I turn my, <laughs> open my sunroom and to get my son, because I'm like, I can't go outside or I can go outside, but then it's like, well, you got to wear a mask outside. Then you got to deal with everyone's scared to walk next to each other. And I'm like, you can't even talk to people. Like I had to pick up something a day and me and the person was like eight hours away from each other trying to talk. And I'm like, this ain't for me, but I'm going to do it. So my car yeah. is my sanctuary um, and I leave, go outside with my windows down. I don't care how cold it is. And my sunroof back, even um, if ain't no sun, it's like, <laughs> it's what I'm doing to like get some form of normal and some form of like, life is okay. We're all good. Come on, UV rays, come through this uh, car so I can feel some, um, some like happiness and get strengthened from that. So I definitely understand it, but I understand it from a different place um, due to uh, social distancing and um, what we're all living in now. And now I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about that, but we've, now if you're sad and you have SAHD, my, right. the new I just created, you're sad with SAHD. That's a lot. You're sad and you're sitting at home. Like that's a lot. And you have to like, you can't do anything. A lot of places are closing down again. Yeah. So all you can do is like pick up takeout and you can't really go anywhere or do anything. That's going to be rough. And I ain't lying. That's going to be rough. So we got to figure out a way to make sure like we check in with the people around us and even doing things like this, like that bright yellow background is giving me all the life right now. And it makes people <laughs> happy. Like, I'm like, I can't be mad. Like Tamara got the sun, looking like the sun. I'm good. <laughs> and then seeing y'all faces and y'all talking about your experiences, like this is giving me happiness and giving me the energy I need. So I don't have my SAHD disorder uh, tonight. So I appreciate y'all, seriously. Thank you. We appreciate you too. So uh, Amber and I, we met back at, at ODU back in 2002. When I, oh, she has on her monarch shirt. That's right. Um, funny story. I met Amber because I walked up to uh, their lunch table. And uh, Michelle knows I'm very social. A point or two, because we used to play together. I walked up to Amber's table and I said, hi, ladies. My name's Tamaria. Um, well, Amber, I'll let her tell her version. And I was like, may I sit here? So similar to what she said, sitting at home disorder, this is actually a really good time for people to like try to connect with folks. So it's things that we don't think about even virtually connecting. It really makes a difference. So Amber, how would you describe that first meeting? <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I've never had a person and I'm a military brat. I'm Michelle, you know, like when you're moving, you got to meet people and things like that. I've never had a stranger walk up to a table where I'm eating and ask to have a seat. Like, I was never that brave. Like, I would find friends somehow, but it won't that way. I was not that brave. So I remember See, I just looked up and was like, huh? Like, I, we were like, I guess. Like, what do you say to that? Sure. But her she, stepping she out. Said, 
she gets that from her auntie. She gets that from me. Oh, my, kids say, my kids say there's not, I don't, I don't have strangers. I go to a grocery store. Hey, yeah. going to commissary with me because they say, mom, we go to commissary, get groceries. We don't leave for hours because everybody, the cashiers, the beggars, the managers, everybody be like, hey, oh, Mrs. Wow. how are you doing? Yeah. Nobody wants to go to store with me because I know everybody in the store. That's good, though. I, I didn't learn that from the military. I got partial that. It's like this mom. <laughs> oh, and my kid, my boys, they got friends all over the world. My right. kids have always been that way. Tyreek is a really, really social. He's just like me. This boy is this 19-year-old. Everybody, what, Mickey, what you doing? Well, they'll come over here, and the kids will never go home. So... So how are y'all making it? Sorry, Tamari, I want to ask a question. How are y'all making it then? Like with Tyree being super social, you're super social. Like, how do you adjust to that? Well, I got a friend across the street. We always talk to each other. We, she got, we did, we did Halloween, I mean, Christmas decorations. We put some up and my friends, y'all helped her put them up. Put some right. a little boy across the street while he wasn't outside. We just put in the yard for him. He's like four. So oh. when he came across, he saw Paw Patrol lit up with lights. And it was everything for him. And the same thing we did, we helped her do hers with a mask on. And um, we stayed and we did our yard and people mm -hmm. come by and they go, hi, how you doing? All the people I know. And we just stay our distance. And we're in my yard and they just come by, look at the lights and they'll wait. Oh, nice. So, and then we go to the yeah, grocery store. Everybody in there know me too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I called him too. We, we call him and we, you know, we just got to stay in the loop. You know, talk to my family pretty much what every other day or whatever. And mm -hmm. it's talk yeah. to me every day, literally. Every yeah, I, talk to you every day. I talk to my family, but I talk to you every day. Then there's Nadia. And then Nadia is like a you know, Nadia's a social butterfly also. Oh yeah, she is. Because when people used to come by back in March when she first came over here, we're in the yard, she'd go, Hi, how do? And the people would stop and just go, Hi, how are you? And they would just talk to her from a distance. And Nadia would just talk to them and even now, she'll be like, hi. Oh, your doggy. She'll talk to him. <laughs> you know. I love it. She, she got it on this. Because my kids, they don't go to the grocery store with me either. Because they're like, mom, do you know that person? And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. I don't know them. But I just like talking to people just to hear their experiences. Because everyone's go. different. So they I don't know. care who it is. I don't care where I'm at. But they'll be like, no, we're not going to the store with you because you're going to be in there forever talking to people that you don't even know. I don't care exactly. if it's about a piece of fruit. We're going to have a conversation. <laughs> I got to talk to somebody. See, nothing wrong with that, Quinn. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's that Pocahontas. I'm telling you. That's why we are. Pocahontas, we talk to everybody. Exactly. We do. Literally, every you person, everybody, our friend, everybody, our family member. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you're a sister friend. Look, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like Literally. that's how that's like a southern thing, right? Like when I go back home, where my family's from, yeah. North Carolina, Mississippi, same thing. It's like you when you drive past people, you wave, you beat, like that's normal. Then you come back up here where we live, yeah. and that junk shuts down. <laughs> uh, and you're like, yeah. oh, we're not supposed to talk <laughs> yeah. to each other. So I think a lot of what I used to be more That's social true. than I am now. Like I used to talk to random strangers. Now I go in the grocery store, I'll be like, or my target trips, I'd be like, do my little path at the same path every single time. That's all I do versus what I used to be comfortable with was meeting folks and stuff like that. 
So I think depending on where you live, that can definitely affect that for sure. I know it affect me because I'm like, man, y'all don't want to talk and you're going to think I'm trying to rob you. I don't got time to be trying to figure that out. Uh-oh. I don't think if you walk up on me, I don't think you be trying to rob me. I don't. No, but people look at you like you're crazy. They're like, huh? They do. It's you know Not today. Not today. Not they today. always, hey. <laughs> but you know what? You're right, though, because up in New That's Jersey, we were stationed in um, Fort Monmouth, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. My sons, I raised my sons. You know, you see somebody struggling. Lady had a stroller. She was struggling. My son opened, my oldest son opened the door for her. And she, and she she looked, she went on through. She said, thank you. She said, and, and she said something like, thank you so much. You're not from here, are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, they know. <laughs> and I said, no. She said, oh, because you're so, so, you're so polite and so nice. I'm like, oh, okay. This isn't normal? <laughs> hit you beside the head. What you want me to do? Hey, girl, hit you beside the head and say, how you doing? When my sons try to help someone, they'd be looking at my kids like they're not from here. Uh uh-uh, uh, but thank mm-hmm. you. I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, don't run up on nobody in New Jersey. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. And I'm glad you brought that up, Amber, because it's something we don't think about. But yeah, it's, we are like from the South. Well, from, we're not even from that far South. Virginia, Pocahontas Island, and Petersburg, but we all. Everyone on the island was family, whether they were family or not. So mm-hmm. we got used to talking to everyone, which my mom always had to warn me because I would walk off with strangers, even as a five-year-old. Um, I'm going to share with my grandma, my grandma Martha. I got in trouble because I walked out of a laundromat with a little girl I had just met. And we crossed a four-lane road going to McDonald's. You know in Columbia Heights on the boulevard? Yes. with my mama. I was with Grandma Martha. I got in trouble. I deserved it. But I walked out with a little girl. I was like, oh, she's nice. That's my friend now. And I left with her. So I am still the same person. (laughs) I just am a little more cautious, obviously. But when I was a kid, so it's funny we, we say this, but now in the pandemic, Amber's right. We're sitting at home. And then we have to deal with like just the fact that it's less sunlight because by the time you start work, you don't have time to go for a walk. By the time you log off, it's dark. And heaven forbid if your job is really demanding like like mine is currently. I'm like, oh my gosh. So and uh, Quinda, I can't even imagine being an essential healthcare worker and nursing right now. So you don't get the sunlight. So any chance you get to talk to someone. So um, I think like you said, Amber, going to the store. So today I had an eye appointment and me and the young lady who was waiting on me, she ended up having to stop helping me because someone else finally came. But we were literally sitting there for like 30 minutes talking and she helped me pick out my sunglasses and we had a good conversation. And then yesterday at Patient First, my doctor and I had a long conversation and she was like, yeah, I probably, I'm not supposed to stay here this long. But I was so glad that she did because I needed that encouragement yesterday. And even today, the lady that I was talking to mentioned being encouraged, but she was encouraging me as well. And so it's just really nice when you meet people and you have that opportunity to talk. So when you go get your tea, or I'm sure elsewhere, you might have an opportunity to talk to other people. And then also, can you highlight um, your show? Amber also has a podcast where you get to interview people. So that's probably helping as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I had been wanting to talk about subjects and seeing Tamaria launch hers. I was like, oh, this is about to go down. I got somebody who can help me understand how this works and watching what she's been doing. 
Um, and I felt like a podcast was the easiest way to talk about it because otherwise I love interviewing people. I love talking to folks in my job. Um, but I really wanted to launch a podcast. And what we do is we focus on interviewing people who are experts in policy or everyday people who work in policy, technology, data, or law. And we break it down in plain language so that people can understand topics. Like my last episode was about wearable technology, which is something people are like, what is that? What does that mean? So it's a field that's growing really rapidly, but I want to break it down so people understand like what are the opportunities in that. Quindle, you're a nurse. So actually your industry is actually one of the industries that's making it boom due to COVID because there's devices that allow you to track temperature um, that you're wearing, allow you to track your biometrics and things like that, um, as well as uh, keeping distance away from people. Like there are devices that can tell someone you're too close to me um, if you're both are wearing devices or you're wearing something that can talk to each other. So it's a lot, it's just talking about like what's happening out there. I also interviewed a guy who ran for office as the first black um, man in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is Black Wall Street and what he went through um, as a politician and all that. So we just talk about different topics related to those four subjects and break it down. So that has helped me talking to the humans, <laughs> uh, talking to humans about those different topics because it's like, you're alone. And then it's like, oh, let me talk to people and at least share what's happening in the world so we all can hear what's going on with each other. And if you're interested, it's called AI Decodes the System. But yeah, thank you for allowing me to share that. Oh, you're welcome. I know for me, the show has been helpful, especially considering how I started it in the beginning of the year. I know a lot of you all were concerned about me doing all this, but I was like, it's therapeutic for me to get up here and talk about life and just keep it real. A lot of stuff, and uh, Michelle's laughing because, you know, a long time ago, family would be like, you don't get on a, you don't get on a podcast and talk nope. about that. No, to me, I'm laughing because you got me doing stuff I've never seen before. Like this Zoom and this podcast and these Snapchatting people and all this stuff. Look, you got me, girl, you got me working computer. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm laughing at myself because- You're doing a good job. Really good. Huh? You're, hang, you're doing a good job. You've been hanging in there. Yeah. You've you learned the Zoom classes and everything. Yeah, you got me on stuff. That's why I'm laughing. I ain't laughing at you. I'm laughing at you. In fact, you got me on this thing. Go ahead. <laughs> But legit, Aunt Michelle, it probably wouldn't happen if we weren't in COVID. Like, you wouldn't be yeah. worried about this stuff. You wouldn't be thinking right. about technology. A lot I of never would have seen no Zoom. Yeah, true. It has definitely changed a lot. Um, even at the doctor's office, um, mm -hmm. now, you know, mm -hmm. virtual visits are oh, just yeah. as popular as an in-office visit. You know, like now, if you're sick, uh-uh, you're not coming in the office. You're going to video chat the doctor. <laughs> you're not coming in there and get everybody else sick. Yep. So, I yeah. mean, technology, man, it's it's changed the world completely with everything. You know? Yep, so, sure. yep. Because so my, like, my doctor said, I'll see you next February. I was like, okay, D, I'll see you in February. <laughs> oh, wow. Military, they're doing the same thing. Military, you can't go, mm. yeah, you can't go up in there if somebody's sick, they of age, mm -hmm. they can go up in there handling the business. But I have a son who has a disability. So I, I have paperwork, so I have to go in there with him if he has right. a seizure or something. Mm -hmm. But if not, if you got an appointment, you need not bring nobody with you because they can't right. come in with you. Yeah. And they're checking right. your temperature. You know, you come to the door, you know, they put right. that thermometer right at your head. Yeah. Get your medication through that drive-through. You don't need to come in no building. Mm -hmm. That's what they say. Get the, I'm like, okay. yeah, I'm okay with it though. I don't want to see them no way. So the same questions 50 million times. When you get to the office, 
Yes. Rena going to ask you, do you have a fever? Have you experienced cough, rashes? Have you traveled? And right. then you get to the front desk, they ask you the same thing. And then when you get to me, I ask you the same thing. <laughs> and that's why I'm going to sit on this couch and do my virtual business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> same thing, I'm telling you. And then, you know, now we try to make sure, you know, patients don't have to pull their masks down. So now mm. we do the temporal thermometer, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't want you to pull your mask down. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I haven't, praise the Lord. I haven't been to the doctor. hadn't had to go see nobody. My son has to go in January because, you know, mm-hmm. for the seizures and stuff. And I'm hoping and praying that they call me and tell me, let's do this over the phone. Because I do not, cause my, my, I don't take him a lot of places. He goes to, we go to the grocery store. He's masked up, gloved up. Right. And, well, we do go to the gun range. But anyway. <laughs> that right there, oh, y'all talking about winter blues? That keeps my blue at bay. You said that, that, that helps your auntie out. You know, that help me. That that's on Sundays, they help me. Woo. I haven't yet. Is the gun uh-huh. range? That's what you say. I want to try that. I have not yet, and that's the gun range. Well, girl, it's really oh oh, auntie got one. Auntie got a purple one. I got a purple gun. <laughs> Y'all won't see, y'all won't see, y'all won't see it like that. Yeah. She's oh, oh, we, she, oh, she doesn't have it. Like, oh, that's so yeah. funny. I didn't think you had it my like thing. I don't leave home with, I don't leave home without it. Okay, let's just say that's that. your purse, uh, Michelle? Yes. Oh, okay, you carry it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I've concealment and never leave home without it. Because folks is crazy right about now. Just don't run up on me. Don't do that. Stay back. <laughs> I got the virus cure right here for you. Don't run up on me. Stay, stay <laughs> your six feet. <laughs> but no, but no, that you know what though? I was in the summertime when we were just sitting at home. I wasn't doing anything. Remember me? I was just sitting at home. Yeah. I wasn't no, I had no release. And my husband, you know, retired military, he was like, Come on, let's go to the gun range. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I went, I had to shot in a long time, but it is like an endorphin just oh, it takes over your body and you just release and you're just like so happy for the rest of the week. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. ladies. You know, it's interesting because I was, um, Aunt Michelle will tell you, I was afraid. I've always been actually afraid of guns, but it was relaxing. I was shocked at the number of families in there with little kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like six and seven and 10. And I'm thinking you're bringing them to the gun range, but it's really about gun responsibility. So since going over to Aunt Michelle's more often, my uncle has actually shown me how to handle a gun safely. And so when I went to the range and I saw the families, they actually used it as a bonding moment. And, and you was, never excuse me, you never see the guns, do you never seen the no, guns? Everything has to be put away. It's very like organized and safe. And I was Nadia, just like, wow, yeah. they take your temperature, they made you do everything like you normally would if you were going anywhere else. And I felt really safe and it was really, people just went for sport. And I said, wow, it was so different than what I would have imagined. I think because of what we see on TV. And I think that's another that's thing good. is mm-hmm. TV is not real. A lot mm-hmm. of times, like some of it is, but some of it's not. And Amber with her show, and we've talked about data and her background and looking at data. Sometimes what the media hypes up is not real. And if you look at the data, it's like, wait a minute, that happens 2% of the time. But we're out here living our lives afraid because we think this is every day because that's what we're seeing. So I personally, for anyone listening, 
detox from the news from time to time. Like I get, we need to get our news, but what um, someone has told me, and actually multiple people have told me, read your news because you can pick what mm-hmm. you read and what you consume versus yep. if you watch TV, they're just pushing it to you and you don't, you don't really have an opportunity to filter it. And I know my personality, I'm an empath. So I feel everything, even mm-hmm. if it's not my family that's hurting. Uh, Michelle knows, I'll be like, about that story and this happened to them and then I started crying and she was like what's wrong with you man that's exactly that's exactly how you would say it what's wrong with you and I'm like there's just so much going on mm-hmm. but I'm like so serious and Amber knows I'm used to crying a call and a drop of a dime we see someone on the side of the road and Amber was like what happened like you were just smiling and it, it just hits me and then I, it takes over Mm-hmm. I've narrowed the news down to one day a week. That's I amazing. Oh, good. It's just too emotional. It's just too much on top of COVID and all the other stuff. I've narrowed it down to one day a week. I pick and watch the news and that's it. Anything else, it, it's got to be my comedy or something, right. but all the other stuff is, I just, my heart just can't do it. Yeah. So I'm not an empath. So maybe that's why. <laughs> you can't hear me? Oh, we can hear you. But oh, it looked like I was trying to talk to you too. But I was like, we- well, I got some bad news for all y'all ladies. Okay. You listening, Quindle? Are you listening? Everybody listening? I just found out today that poor Santa Claus got COVID. So sad. Did y'all hear about that? said he was a man really? the other day. <laughs> they, they lied. He went to Georgia and met baby kids. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. What just happened? What? Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. He told me, I watched him the other day. He came out for a no call on the news. And he said, I'm immune. I don't know why they had him say that. But if he doesn't call it. I cannot. I am not. Legit though. Legit. They hacked Santa up there. He's like, I'm immune. Well, he should have told the Santa in Georgia then, because uh, in Malagasta, Georgia, okay, Georgia. Oh, oh you talking Santa about the one that went in that, that went in the, um, nursing home and gave all those people COVID? He like infected seventy some people. Oh I my think. gosh! Yes, and then he did the kids too. He Santa Claus that he caught COVID from the cheers. He said he caught kids. And he caught, was like a family member who came and dressed or um was I mean, yeah. <laughs> People are still going to see Santa Claus and COVID. They were in a a retirement home or something or living facility. What was it, Michelle? That's a different one because this one. Oh, then there's two. Then never mind. The one that was gave to him. (laughs) This too much. (laughs) He said, "Baby, kids gave to him." He said, "Him and his wife, they both caught COVID." They said Santa Claus would went to go treat, you know, meet the kids and stuff, and take pictures and get that list. <laughs> I can't even what they said. Oh, that Santa man. Claus and Mrs. Claus caught COVID from the children. So the guy that I'm talking about went into an older person's home. He was a family member, one of the residents, and he gave it to like 75 or some ridiculous amount of residents. That is so crazy. So one Santa Claus, one place caught it, the other one gave it. So I don't know what's going on. So Santa Claus should have told the other Santa Claus should have told the rest of the clauses, no, look. Y'all need home. home. And see, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Amber. Wear a ma- that- I'm like, not wear a full mask. But that's what I'm talking about. Amber, the news. But that's what I'm talking about. Emma, the news. Exactly what you said about the news, about yeah. and about listening to the news. I heard it yesterday too about Santa Claus is he can't he can't catch it. 
And then it yeah. popped up on my phone today. It said Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus caught the virus. I called my friend Barbara. Yeah. I said, Barbara? <laughs> It's too much. But Barbara could have joined. I'm sure you were joking. I'm like, wait, is she joking? And just is she trying to trick us? Are you no? No, this ain't no joke. That's what, I know I ain't joking. Uh, I know she's not joking. It's not So for anyone listening, if you can see our faces, <laughs> we were like, what is happening? Are they serious? No, but the funny, funny thing about that is that yes. they the news has gotten so desperate exactly. to like hit ratings. That and is crazy. Anything. And like when you're dealing with sad, right? And y'all yeah. are talking about how like some of this stuff is impacting you. Right. You grab anything. They should crazy. not be talking about Santa Claus at the mall yeah. or wherever he was at catching COVID. Like that should be a news item. How is that on the news? National news. Right. So you don't live in Georgia. Right. And it's not, you know, and I'm gonna tell you why it's funny. It's not funny that they caught it. It's funny right, right. that, like you said yesterday, they just said he made a big announcement. He I can't catch the virus. I'm Santa Claus. He should have told his brothers. He should have sent a message, <laughs> a text, a, a whole holy North North Pole text through <laughs> their Wi-Fi to tell everybody else he they they immune too, or they need to okay. uh, pretend like they're immune. Somebody, I'm sorry, and it is wrong. <laughs> What'd you say, Quindle? He should have sent Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah, he the first, he the one that could get on there, even through the snowstorm. Oh, <laughs> uh, Rudolph got that red nose. They gonna think he got it too. Yeah, <laughs> he got that red nose. He went to that Go, no girl, no, don't send Rudolph. Mm-mm. I'm dead, but that's funny. Oh my gosh, I was like, wait a minute. I, this I, is I, how you get, get through sad, right here. This is that's true. Right. We just added 15 years of Twilight. I can't. That's funny. This is not what happened this study, but you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that that was on the news, I I honestly thought you were joking. And I'm like, they said on the news, baby kids. They just said that is a Michelle, aka um, (laughs) Jr. news version. Listen, all I know is they say a lot of Gusta, Georgia, and I ain't never heard no lot of Gusta, Georgia. So I'm gonna figure it's some baby kids, okay? And they probably went, we don't die, we multiply. Um, y'all don't know what baby kids is, and you're listening to this, please stop what you're doing and go go online or go on Netflix and find it wherever you can find it. I've rewatched it this year. That junk is good. Oh, really? I haven't seen baby kids in so long. I'm sorry. Just a picture yeah, of baby kids. And we shouldn't watch that as kids. We shouldn't have. It was not bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was so inappropriate. Oh, my gosh. I watched it again. I was like, what? Yeah, we were kids when that came out. Yeah. yeah. Seven. Yeah. yeah. That was inappropriate. We shouldn't have watched that. I wasn't a kid, but you know, yeah, it was out. Yeah. Yeah, I we shouldn't have seen that. That was right. good book. But listen um, though, listen, y'all just got rid of y'all said just now, did you not? It's yeah. true. That, I mean, that was, yeah. Talk about Santa Claus. Talk about Santa Claus and the kids. And that's true. Yeah. They got, they got tested. You know, it, it is like, and that, that was funny. And, and a lot of times, things we do take it so seriously. And I know me, a lot of times I take stuff way too seriously. I take myself way too seriously. So, um, 
Yeah, these are good reminders to find moments to laugh and to find moments to, to enjoy. Um, and it's funny, I looked up an article, uh, CNN had published an article called um, Fighting the Winter Blues Mindset. And in, in that article was written by Jen Rose Smith. They said, shifting your mindset comes from first examining your mindset. Think to yourself, all right, what do I think of when I think about winter? And I think Tammy touched on that earlier is how we see it. So if we don't see winter as sad or whatever, then we probably won't even be impacted by it the same way. And then she, at Amber's point about driving to even get tea, anything that gets you out, out of hibernation mode is the proactive behavior we want to get people on, regardless of whether it's inside or outside. So what each of you have said different ways that you have handled it. Aunt Michelle playing with Nadia, talking to her neighbors, Quindle taking a break, going outside on the porch, Amber going for a drive. I will admit, I have been guilty of the uh, SAHD sitting at home disorder because I will admit I allowed the news to create that fear to where I am nervous because I'm scared and I don't want my family to catch it. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't want my husband or daughter to get it or like, I just, I'm always in my head, but that's something that I have to work on. That's something I have to get out of because at the end of the day, we can change our mindset if we have a growth mindset because our minds can expand if we want it to, but everything is all in how we look at it. I know in the last few shows, I've talked about perspectives and it's all in how we see it. And so I'm having to reframe my perspective on things. And Rodney had a really good point a few weeks ago. He told me, because I was having a moment, I remember crying and he said, you know, you focus on the people that you've lost, but think about the people that are still here, the relationships that you still have and the, the, um, the things that you've gained too. And I was like, that's a good point. Cause I, I do, I look at pictures and I get sad and I like my heart breaks for my family who um that who's going through grief or who's been through grief. Quinda, you know how I am. Mm -hmm. I just I that's me. I I love hard. I, I love all you, of you all. I love my family and I'm just like, you know, I love my friends. I'm I I think about a lot. I internalize a lot and I've always been this way. Um I know at the beginning of the pandemic, I worried a lot about Rodney and Nadia and it's just, that's who I am. Like, I, I wish I didn't worry so much. I wish I didn't allow, like, I used to cry when my mom went to work because I would call my grandma and be like, Dad, yeah, I'm not home yet. Now, mind you, she got off at 4.30. Don't let it be 5.30 and my mama didn't pull up in Pocahontas because it was 45 minutes from the job to the house. Um, so I would call her job looking for her. And I know I drove her crazy because her coworkers were probably thinking, Where's this child's mom? Why isn't she home yet? And I'll be like, well, it only take, this is me as a kid. <laughs> and I didn't have a cell phone, but I'll be like, well, it only take about 30 minutes to get from the job to the house. And she's still not home. And one time Dot indulged me, my grandma. She said, you think we ought to go on 95 and look for? Oh, oh Lord. Not me, Not 95. I was all in my head. <laughs> and that's how I am. And I know I have to change my mindset because it's it's a lot and like no one should live that worried or afraid. I think some of it did stem from like the tornado that we were involved in. Quando was involved in that as well. I think a lot of that fear comes from that because it was so unexpected. Um, but, but also, I think, 
But all, excuse me to me also, I think so because your dad wasn't there. Think about it. If you had two mm-hmm. parents, you would feel totally different. I think that's I understand true. how you that's feel about it. That's a good point. That's true. My brother wasn't there. He didn't do the right thing. You know me, I'm pleading right. But, and then I had left. Remember, I was gone. So you pretty much had, you had Miss Doth and everybody else. You did In the family, like, yeah. You had your mom. Your mom was, you know, like, that's the only person. You didn't have a dad. If you had your dad with you too short, it was better in your life. I 100% believe, you know, you would have been like, okay, mom's not here. Let me call dad and see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's when my kids, my kids grew up in a two, you know, family. Mom and dad, me and my husband been together for 31 years, been married 31 years. So my kids, I used to Tyrone, you know, we go away to the military, he come back. So they knew he won't come back. But in your case, unfortunately, my brother didn't do the right thing. He was gone on and just forgot. So that also could have you, you know, that's why you stalking your mama. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you stalking your mama stalking your that, mama that, that does play a part probably because when we think yeah. about it I, but like, it's the truth though it's it's looking truth. for something or feeling like because I remember my uncles when I was like around them it's like you feel a little bit sad. I, it's weird it's like if, if Rodney's in here sometimes I can't go to sleep it's just it's the then you come it's weird it's, you it's come literally yeah, it's it's like literally like if I was at my uncle's house or if I was around like my uncles and stuff, it's like a, a the safety is security. And it's like same thing with my mom. When I was growing up, it's that same feeling like if my mom is at home yet, I get anxious and then I worry. And eventually I might fall asleep. But it, it's the same thing I did as a kid and I'm realizing I do the same thing now. But then I also I just thought about it, but that's it's not fair to like my family and friends if I do that to them because then they don't have space. But like my mom, I would call her on a regular. Like she couldn't go anywhere. I'm like, wait a minute, she didn't even have time to date because I was on her. Like, where you at? You not home yet? Yeah. Where, where you go after work? And she just was trying to live her life. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, where are you? Like, why are you home yet? Use your circumstances, you know? Yeah, that's, so that's, it, that's I, that just, when you mentioned that, I was like, you know what? That probably still plays a role in how I am today as an adult. Not even, I never really thought about it that way, but I used to look for, like, I wanted her to be home right after work because that way I knew she was safe. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is the weirdest thing. And I know she probably didn't feel that way, but honestly, that was how I was thinking was I just want to make sure my family's safe. And I think mm-hmm. with the tornado, everything just happened so fast. Like Amplified. Knows, yeah. we had no warning. I was playing with Quindle's sister at the time. So you go from playing and being a happy kid to everything around you being completely destroyed mm-hmm. in a matter of minutes, everything's gone. And I talked to my mm-hmm. uncle about it. He said, "Your a lot of your anxiousness came after the tornado. And it, it makes sense now. So when I see the news and I see those things, I have to say, you know what? Why do I have this mindset? Why do I feel the way I feel about it? And what do I need to do to change it? So I'm doing a lot of personal work and self-discovery, which I have released a lot of that information on this show, um, which is, I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. And Jesus name is going to help somebody. Okay. But you just got more film in your life now, honey. That's what Amen. you mean. Your auntie was gone, but your auntie is here now. Your auntie is here now. Yes, I am. <laughs> we here now. You can't give it us, okay? You can't give it us. We multiply. 
Yeah, this is I really enjoyed like chatting with y'all. Um uh, what you say, Quinn? You really do. <laughs> you know what? I I'm, I'm just happy. I mean, like, you know, my life is never perfect. Like when my son was diagnosed with autism, maybe I was like, Well, what are you gonna do? See, what am I gonna do? Raise my son. My husband's over in Afghanistan when I found out. Oh wow! I'm in New Jersey by myself with three kids under the age of 14, and they told me your son has autism. And I was like, even my own family said, "Well, what are you gonna do with him? What do you mean? What I'm gonna do with him? Exactly, because nobody really knew about autism. I said, I'm gonna raise him and love him like I, like he needs to be. Honor roll student, President Obama gave him awards. He good. And right. they asked me, people to ask me, some people who had kids were on the spectrum like me, they would say, how do you smile every day? So me, and I was like, what? What do you mean how do I smile every day? As I'm here, I ain't going nowhere, I'm here. My mm-hmm. sons, we are here. Ain't nobody gonna take, I'm not letting nobody take my shine, take my glory, nah. Can't nobody take it. I ain't letting you take it. I'm not gonna let you take it. And that's where you gotta be. Don't let nobody take your, your shine and your glory because they, they wanna drag you down to them. The favorite time of year is Christmas for me. Halloween to wear me. Halloween too. Anyway, I like to decorate. But yeah, don't let no this this is a time for reason and family and enjoy your family and just hug love, hug your loved ones if you can or do like Nadia do. Hug the cell phone. Okay, my baby Nadia hugs the cell phone and get better hug. She does that. But <laughs> Don't let nobody take y'all joy. Mm-mm. Like I said, that Santa Claus thing made my day. It's a little bit thing as Santa Claus catching the virus. I'm sorry. I should be left there that. But that made my day today. It truly did. I woke up early this morning. I saw the pictures of you and Nadia dancing. And then that thing <laughs> popped up on Santa Claus catching the virus. And I just giggled. I've been giggling all day. I told a lady at the grocery store. I did. I just, I had to share that with y'all ladies. It was you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did. Well, I definitely needed that. Don't let nobody take my shine. I definitely don't let nobody take your shine. No. Don't let nobody take nothing from you. You hear me? Don't you let them take nothing. They be like, they mad, let them stay mad. They want to play, you go and play crazy. Go ahead and do your crazy. I'm gonna do my crazy my way, but you keep your crazy there. I got my crazy here, and you keep smiling and don't let nobody take your smile because people gonna try to take it. They if they're depressed and they're upset. They want you the same way. Mm-hmm. They want you the exact same way. And so that then they think they won. Nah, don't let them win. You just smile and say, you have a good day. Yeah, go ahead. Good. Have you have a good day. All right. I'll see you next time. All right. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> uh, Michelle, you know what they call that? That nice, nasty. There you go. <laughs> and do it with a smile. You be like this. <laughs> At least where my family's from, we call it nice, like nasty. That. Like, you're so nice, nasty, because you do it the sweetness with a little bit of uh, at the end of it. And just go ahead, you just enjoy your day because I'm gonna do mine. Come on, we're gonna go home there, boys. We're gonna go and wrap some more presents. Come on, let's just go. What are we gonna do next? Mm-hmm. I can no, so picture you at the store doing that. If someone has a bad day, like, oh, you must be having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Have a good day, ma'am. Oh, I'll lean back and go, What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, didn't they tell me? Like, girl, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, don't let. Uh-uh, you take it back from them. They'd be like, they'd be like, ma'am, you, I just, I'm so glad. One lady asked me, it was Thanksgiving. She said, oh, you got big old turkey. Look at your old class. Yeah, I'm going to 
make me a big turkey for my family. I don't know who this woman was. I don't know who she was. Her son was smiling and laughing. And we were just like, my, my son was like, Mom, come on. I said, Tyree, just put the groceries on this on the thing. The cashier tried to talk to me, Rita. I was like, hey, Rita, how you doing? How the kids? <laughs> I, I, you off tomorrow? You got to work tomorrow? She said, no, I'm off tomorrow. Mm-mm. The other girl said, I got to be here at 11. I know all of what? I know all of them in the grocery store. Mike, all of them. Zeke, all of them. I know them. <laughs> Michelle, you need your own podcast. What? I need some fresh baby. Moments with Michelle or something. Yeah, I like that. It is hard. You got to know these people. Come in and get like a quick tea, real quick, and hook a person up. That's what I'm talking about. You'll be like on neighborhood today. We witnessed. Right. On my ring. I do call the Hey, look, you got to know these people. This is how you get your fresh fruit, okay? No, guy true. named Byron, he worked in the fruit department. If I need some fresh berries for Nadia, can you go in the back and give me some? I got you, Miss Russ. I'm going to go take care of it. I said, how your mama doing today? <laughs> Never met that woman before, but we just, <laughs> many young men by my son's age, we just talk when I go in the grocery store. How you doing, Miss Russ? I'm good, <laughs> Byron. The family good? The meat man, too. I get the best chuck roast. I'm t- okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, but you're right, the relationship. Two things you said that I want to address real quick. The joy thing of like having your own joy. Like it yeah. took me a while to find like to realize joy wasn't tied to people, my job, or anybody's expectations on me. I found joy within and I'm like, oh, you can't touch this joy. This joy deep. Like it don't matter. It's like, okay, you want to wild out. I tell Tamara, I protect my peace. Like I live with an autoimmune condition. So my autoimmune condition is like triggered by stress. So I'm like, there you go. They kill me. No. Exactly. We're not doing that. And that's real. And even if you don't have a condition, people putting stress on you or uh manipulating you or doing whatever, that joint is not a joke. Like, so I agree with you, hold your joy. And then the other piece is relationships. When you build relationships with people, it can they will literally move mountains to do and be there and support you. Like what you just said, something as simple as like making sure you have the right produce, knowing that what's been sent out, they've been out there for a week. You got a joint that's fresh off the fresh off the boat, fresh off the truck. So but that's, that's key to having those relationships because I think we lost that in our community. And with COVID even more so, like you've kept those relationships and built those relationships. So now that stuff shut down, you still have those things while the rest of us, we like, who are our neighbors? Like, I don't know them. And we used to know each other. We used to communicate with each other and we've lost so much of that. So I think for those listening, like that whole, what Michelle said about maintain your joy. Don't know, let nobody take it. Like that joint should be tied to like your life. Like it's a part of you. Like (laughs) this is my heart. Like you can't take this away from me in relationships. We have to do better. Um, with being better citizens in our community, in this country. You all know what's going on out there. I, I, yeah, I care, yeah, at least on what the news say going on. Because I tell Tamara all the time. I'm like, I walk outside, my neighbors is chill. <laughs> we ain't about to kill each other. You look at the news, you think we have a civil war. That's true. And I'm, I'm like, like, my neighbors over here good, my neighbors over here good, and in the back they good. We are not, we are not pressed. The white people in the city, we not, we good. Like, we ain't got exactly. issues. We just yeah. hi and keep going. We stay high in our neighborhood. We don't have to tell about my neighborhood, honey. I put look, I put decorations up for people. Look here. That yeah, little boy that. on that little Yes, big Henry. Big Henry. He came home. He's he I did it for two years for him. Because he's a little boy, his parents, they don't put it. I said, I put it on the yard. 
I cook everything up, all of my stuff. And his parents said, Miss Russell, thank you so much. You need to do that. I said, no, uh-uh. I said, you know what? This little boy comes over to my yard. He looks at my stuff and go, ooh, ooh, ooh. So any little kid on my block that right. lived over here who was coming to my house saying, ooh, I have, I'm blessed that I have a whole bunch of Christmas stuff. And I will go and I will put in, people will come home and see inflatables in their yard. And they'll right. go, Miss Russell, you did that. You know how much you made his day? Thank you, made my day. The parents are smiling. The kids are like smiling. I right. mean, this little boy, this, this Paw Patrol has been on 24-7. He don't cut off. He come out the door, he come on. <laughs> he go, thank you. Yeah, any cute. That's yeah. what they And we, and their way, we got, so it's a, it's a mix over here. And they know, I mean, I know some kids since they were two years old, little kids. They go, Miss Russell, I'm going to the store. You want something? You need something from the store? I said, no, yeah. I'm good, Quinn, and I'm good. He said, you let me know. You call me if you decide you need some egg or anything. I said, okay. I mean, it does. He's 17 years old. He's a 17-year-old young man. And I've known him since he was two. And that's what he does. Well, I'm going to the store. If you need something, you know. So all this stuff is going on in the world. It's it happening. Right. But you don't have to let it happen to you. You don't have to let right. it come into your Right. And it's not happening at the magnitude the news makes it seem like because they're not sharing exactly. a Michelle's story of her neighborhood and how her diverse neighborhood is doing well. Exactly. And they're fine. They're not coming to the side of Baltimore where I live where True. people are my, my exactly. the kids come and cut my yard because they want to make a few extra dollars and they're like living and doing the right things. They're not talking about how folks are talking to next door and trying to help each other and trying to um, be there so for true. each other. They want to talk about uh, single incidents here, there, and there, and they blast it like it's happening everywhere. Well, and it causes us all to be feeling mm. the way we feel. And it's like, true. a lot of us are mad and nothing happened to us. We are literally angry and it didn't happen to us because of the way the media highlights this stuff. Not to say we shouldn't that's, be angry happens to other people, for sure, mm. that's real. But there's a certain level we have to look at what's being used to one get ratings and one get uh, money because at the end of the day it's all about the money it's not what it used to be when we had the news as kids we didn't have this 800 whatever constant news cycle right. the news come on 5 a.m maybe yep. six, six all um, day six, and your four o'clock and your ten right that yep. was it makes it late, 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 late night now it's on 24 hours it is yeah. true the same story yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's breaking news 24 hours every single day. There's this no breaking correct. news. I'm like, breaking news was 9 11. Now, breaking yeah. news is Trump tweeted. I'm like, where we at, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> breaking news is Santa got COVID. What? Well, there you go. Now, hold up, now, Amber. You're going too far now, sister. Now, look here, little niece. Look here, little niece. You're going too far. Now, Auntie didn't told y'all. <laughs> Auntie didn't told you, okay now. Auntie didn't told you, could not have told y'all. Look here, Santa Claus was there in like a Queen, something like that, little week or somewhere, Georgia. I'm sorry, the little kids gave him, gave him his wife virus. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was oh my gosh, I just know that. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> Amber, we talking about Santa. Santa and Amber, leave Santa alone, and he home struggling. Leave you right. Him. Lord, I please, I hope that man make it because I feel so bad if we came out of this they and just, he make it. They just Don't put my last name on this podcast. <laughs> Look, they just said, no, but you know what? Everybody in America will be laughing at this part because like you oh. said, just yesterday, 24 hours news. Santa can't catch the virus. 
I'm immune to it. Ho, ho, yes, ho, I'm immune. So funny that y'all saw that because me and Quindle are like, oh, we didn't see the news. So we have I be watching TV. So I watched more TV during COVID than I've ever watched in my life. Y'all gotta excuse me. But didn't they say Amber? Didn't they say this? They it was a breaking news. It said on there, it said the only person in the world who cannot catch the virus, yes, is Santa Claus. That's what they said. And that's why they say that. I was so because that that'll mess it up for kids who Yeah, and then they're thinking Yeah, that's not cool. Parents died from this. You talking about some Santa Claus can't catch it. And and in less than 24 hours, the kids down in Georgia they gave that man. The kid sitting on his lap and gave that man, you know, virus, him and his wife. He forgot they had a super spreader. I'm sorry, that's sad. Oh, don't talk about saying a nail. I ain't oh, do God. this. I just asked. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get like naughty and go, I'm not do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but all that to say, let me put a bow around that one. Yes. We have to literally put, pick what we put into our minds. It's our so true. Eyes when we're going through winter blues like i'm like you i'm michelle i love this time of year like i'm the happiest this time of year because them them darn lights they don't mean nothing hallmark lifetime i know they ain't sponsoring this podcast but feel free to uh the shows that are on there like i watch all the corny christmas stuff and i will never watch all the corny christmas stuff and i love snow like it's gonna snow here tomorrow i'm so excited yeah i'm mad i'm mad because we gonna get none we gonna what get green. Oh, you're not getting that? Oh. Man, so I'll I, send you a picture of the snow when I'm outside making me some snow cream because I'm making some snow cream. Oh, yes. Happy. Snow cream. I haven't done that since I've been Snow cream. I haven't done that since I've been We haven't made it in so long. The snow on top of the car. We haven't made it in so long. We didn't have enough snow yet. I don't care if it's a person. I'm getting that snow cream. <laughs> she was off the they, you know they tell you they were like you can't get it during the first or i grew up you can't get it during the first snow like this like this clouds know it's the first snow they don't know it's the first snow <laughs> that's it you know what's funny it's not clean that's about that snow this is not clean you can't you yeah they said the first, first snow ain't clean. Like, i'm like you know them clouds is different every time they roll through here we don't know them clouds <laughs> wait i'm sorry this goes back to what we're talking about. It, who said that? And now everyone believes that mess. The old exactly. people, the older we people, your mother. Yeah, my mother used to the stay there. I heard the same lie. <laughs> you call it, I call it a story, AKA a lie. <laughs> my mama said, don't put the bowl on top. Don't put the bowl on the porch yet until it snowed the second time. <laughs> yep, literally. <laughs> Somebody told them that. Who? Who great, 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 great grandparents said that. Mike literally, literally just told us that this week she was talking to uh, me and Rodney, and Doc was like, they say you ain't supposed to get the snow out uh, from the first snow, but I'm sure going to put me a bowl out there on top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Miss Dr. D. Lottie, right there with her. At 9 a.m. tomorrow, I'm going to have my little thing out there. I'm going to make my snow cream. I ain't getting on. Because the priest, we am counting... They talking about mostly rain and ice. I'm not going to rain. Yeah, rain, rain cream no. by <laughs> <laughs> I want those too. Rain cream. <laughs> Me and Nadia have been out there That's with snow boots on. Me and her have been out there with a bowl like this. Wait, just go catch you some rainwater and put That's some sweet in it. Don't, don't, don't drink the first rainwater. You got to wait till the second rainwater. <laughs> 
I'm not. I'm gonna drink me some Desante. I ain't gonna. Right. I'm gonna sleep, that's that I'm gonna fresh spring. Oh my gosh. Let me see that barn. That's that farm raised water. Well, none of y'all ain't funny. You know what? I've been talking about a. I've been talking about a snowy Christmas. Have I not? To me, I've been talking about one. Yeah. So the mic will be so sad because they said it gonna skip us and just hit us with some ice and some rain. Yeah. We got the look. We got the shovels on the porch. We got some shovels. I know, right? I heard. I checked it. Y'all might be getting the six to twelve. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get at least. I think I'm gonna get ten inches, and it's gonna be the best, best thing I've oh. seen all year. I'm oh lord! How, how many rooms you got? How many rooms right? you got in your house? I got four. I always got space. Okay, come on, Naughty. Let's load up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Have a whole snow fight. Actually, that will be a blessing because doesn't the snow kill viruses? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Is that folklore? Yeah, that's what they say if it get cold enough, but I ain't got to worry about it because we ain't going to have no snow over here. <laughs> that's why I'm a global warming. Look, I'm glad we, this may be our one and only snow. It's going to make me so snap, sad. I'm look, hoping for more snow. I'm look, so excited, though. That just took my, that just took my Sean just did. That just took my girl. That just took I'm my sorry. Heart. But last year, we only had one day, I think. And I was so sad. Because I oh, really yeah. got snow. We had one day. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm. You know what's so funny? It used to snow so much when we were little. When I was little, yeah, yeah. 53 years old, back then, shoo, we had so many snow days. Right. It and was it was great. so much fun. We'd be out there, don't you? You go in the house. And you put yourself in front of the, the wood stove mm. and your feet would start tingling and you mm, ready. Yes. And you got to back up. Remember that? You got to back up. Yeah. So she, about to catch on fire. I don't remember the wood stove. I remember the kerosene heater. Oh, no. Yo, we had a wood stove, honey. We had, and it was smoke. It was, you, you, what you did was you put that coal on the bottom. You put your tin, you put your paper, you put your wood chips, and you put your yeah. wood. And then you close that thing up, you bake it. It's called baking it. And you put it in and you turn that chimney thing open a little bit and you close them doors in the rooms and that room get nice and toasty so when you come mm-hmm. back in you dripping wet you take them clothes off in front of it and then you just start you know your toes and stuff hurt a little bit but you'll be okay just <laughs> 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 a little frostbite but you'll be all That's right so <laughs> you know what that that makes me think about memories like that's a that's something that we can do during this time they go on the happy memories. I literally, yeah. uh, last night I couldn't sleep, so I was up. So the videos that Michelle was talking about, it was videos of me and Nadia from when she was little. At 5.9 a.m. That's what time I said? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well, I couldn't sleep, so I sent you some videos. Well, I I'm with you. Me and Nadia. Well, but it was actually from the very first show, one of the first shows I did, when I was sitting in the in the other room and I was rapping to Nadia and then she like hit me in the side of the head like because she wanted me to play Baby Shark. So she was like, Baby Shark, Baby Shark. And I was like, wait. I was like, you gonna stop hitting me, Nadia. But she was only like 15 months. Yep. And she was like, hit me upside the head to play Baby Shark. But it was a fun memory. So for any, I definitely encourage people like, Find those fun memories, and that's I know a lot of people are like, Why do you record so much and, and take all these pictures? But honestly, it helps me when I'm feeling down. I actually go back and look at pictures and videos of us dancing. Like at Amber's house, we were doing hip hop Harry, 
and we was like getting that leg action and we had it going. <laughs> and you know, it was fun. It was a fun moment that we all had. And like me and Quindle, we used to dance the soul train on that back porch. I Girl, remember all, all the time. time. We had our yeah. fake soul train going on. We thought yeah. we were soul train dancers. I know. I we know when they get picked out of the music video, we wrote, we made a immature, right? My uncle Maine found yeah. that that was quite embarrassing, but that's all right. <laughs> well, thank <But> you. <laughs> Maine found it, and he was like, "What's this tape y'all made for immature?" Quando it was uh, Omarion was her boo. That was Batman. I was Romeo, and we gave Shanika LDB. <laughs> I'm dead. Remember, we was going to mail the tape. We was going to do our demo. Oh we was going to mail our and tape. And you did not window. tell us that we were Wait, not about to be famous. Wait a <laughs> Man got it. We oh, got still got it. Y'all need to bring that out. Man found the tape, but he never gave it back. You should get that. Yeah, because that is a cue. You should mail it. Go ahead and mail it to Omar, y'all. Mail it to him. He gonna mail it back. And, and say, um, he gonna send it back to you. DLC or LDB, LBD. What y'all, what were y'all? You on mute, Jamaria. Oh, I don't even think we had a name. I just, I just think that tape was a hot mess because I remember parts of it that was a hot mess. So yeah, I don't know. But we used to record all the time on Dot's patio. What y'all have, a Walkman? Our little fake mic. We used to oh. have the boombox. Oh, yeah. We used to hit the record button. Record, and play, just, or whatever together. Yeah, yeah, and we would just sing all day. But I couldn't really sing, though. Quinda was carrying us. She was like, That's oh, what I want to hear. Amazing. I don't know what. That man and Quindle, it worked because I don't. Now, Shanika could probably carry a tune, but I know. <laughs> I don't really. I couldn't sing, you know. So, um, she always I was there. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. background. They couldn't see me, but I was there. I was jamming. Background. You was background, baby. You were background. Yeah, I came to say it. Okay, be like Gina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is where that come from. I was what I can't remember where it came from. Gina. Oh. I was you were big the biggest mom was on it tomorrow, singing in the background. Yep. <laughs> that is so funny. Mm -mm. But, oh my gosh, just know that this was so much fun and yeah. this is exactly what I wanted it to be. I just wanted it to be fun, light, where yeah. we just got a, had a chance to talk. And so I'm going to add this as a bonus podcast episode. Um, we are just excited to be able to share just some of the things that we do to get over the winter blues. Any closing remarks from anyone that you want to add before we wrap up? I, I know I've taken a little more of your time, but I just appreciate you all hanging out with me tonight for this first community forum. Well, congratulations. I'm proud of you for doing it. Thank you. Know, got, my, got auntie all up on here, but you ladies have a wonderful holiday. If I don't talk to you before the, but like I said, remember this, don't let anyone take your joy. Don't let them take Amen. it. Don't let them take your shine. That's it. If, if they want to be miserable, you let them, let them be miserable as they say, doing their own sauces. You let them be over the other side and be miserable. Let them be do them, do themselves. But you just give them a little smile and go, well, you know what? You have a blessed and good day. Because I'm going to have one and just hit them with a smile. That's right. Remember that. That's don't you get nobody right. take it. Man don't want to do right. Look at him and go, look here. Go on. <laughs> There's a door. <laughs> blessed. Be blessed and go on. Go into the basement. No. <laughs> Damn, that's a
I'm going to jump in on that note. Um, Look, that's Nadia. I ain't messing with you. Folks that are in who are alone during this time, um, the one thing about being alone is you have social media. Use it. Meet strangers as long as you ain't meet them in person and you ain't a kid. Like, (laughs) contact people. Like, you can just talk to people and say, hey, Mm -hmm. whatever, chat rooms, whatever it is to get whatever social you need to get out. Because some people have taken their lives during this time because they were alone. Use yes. technology to connect with people. If you have no one, you can yes. find people in forums, on Reddit, sure. on any site where people talk about stuff to connect. And I think that's very important for for those who don't have um, an outlet. But good Thank job you. on this. I've had fun with you all. Um, yeah. Thank y'all for sharing. And and I've I've had a good old time. Yeah. And likewise. This was definitely fun. Definitely well needed. I am so glad that I was able to get on tonight and um this is just for everyone out there kings queens whether it's a bad day or no matter what goes on chin up crowns on that's right yes well know that i i love and appreciate you all and i'm just grateful um to each of you and to the people who've been hanging in with us listening every week Um, we are really grateful and what i will say is as i was searching for Um, Just some tips. It also brought me to some scriptures. So I'll read two. One is Psalm 34, 18. that says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And Mm -hmm. Isaiah 40, verses 18 through 31. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. In his understanding, no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So when I read those, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so on point. And it really is about shifting our mindset. So I know for me, even though sometimes I've had a difficult time, just because I've been in my head, I've really been thinking about how blessed I am. And it wasn't by chance that yesterday, the doctor that I saw, she reminded me of that. She kept saying, she was like, you are a blessed one. Like you are very blessed. So yes. think about your blessings. She said, don't think about yesterday. Don't think about tomorrow. Think about the here and now. Think about this moment. So for um, everyone listening, um, we know that um, this time, it, for some people, it's fantastic. For other people, it may be an interesting time is what I'll call it, or an opportunity um, to maybe look at things a little bit different. So uh, wherever you are, please be encouraged and know um, that you have a support system. It's just a matter of reaching out and finding those connections as everyone has stated here tonight. Um, So thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the CC America podcast. Please be sure to like, rate, and subscribe. And follow us on all of our social media platforms at CC America LLC. Be blessed.